Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. Now, guess who's who? (laughs) (laughs) Billy. He's the goth. I'm the goth. Surprise. Billy's the goth. You know, before we started recording this episode, Alexis was talking about how she boops all the time. This is something that I've known about Alexis, but I still don't really agree with. I I don't boop you. You boop Billy. Yeah. Is it a demeaning thing to Billy? No, sometimes it's a great neutralizer because we will be in a really intense, yeah. angry or, or stressful or debilitating or crippling or tiring or exhaustive mm-hmm. situation. And I'll just be like, boop, it's to a, like, it is to, you, to it, wipe the slate clean. Wipe the slate clean. And it, I, honestly, I will say it actually works because it is so ridiculous. Yeah, it's so. Um, and clown-like. Yeah, it's almost as if, yes. It, it's and, almost as if I am a clown. Yes, and you are bringing joy it's to dis- millions. It's disarming. Yes. It's disarming. There's nothing like Billy taking himself really seriously and you booping him <laughs> yeah. mid-sentence to make him put everything in perspective. Yes. Like maybe, maybe I'm taking this too. Maybe I need to lighten up. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. that. Where great it neutralizer. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like Alexis. It's about justice. I'm like, boop. You guys need to know what I deal with. Every day I have a beverage. He'll go out of his way to clink it with whatever he's drinking and be like to justice. I'm like, Billy, here's, this, isn't, okay. this is surreal. No. no. Once you overdo something, it gets ridiculous. No, now it's become, I do it just to troll her. That's why I'm doing it right I now. I don't even react, though. I know you don't. But now you know it's what? gotten the, to the point where it's an annoyance only. Mm. Kind, of like, need- kind of like the boob. Kind of like the boob. <laughs> you know, though, it almost as if you're mocking justice. Mm, I mean, I would, wow, Billy. See, that's what I was going to say. You need to use it justice. wisely and only use it in ways when it actually is to justice. To justice. Right, just wait for my... Don't new, exploit that to justice... Cheers. Wait, wait for my new, uh, my new cheers. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so apparently, I'm like FCC. The wet, what the is wet blanket. I'm like the the censorship. <laughs> the FCC, yes. I'm the FCC, and Alexis, I censored Billy's sneeze. You're trying I- to censor so much. I know it's triggering with COVID, and a sneeze is just so much for our audience to hear. But I do want everybody to know that Billy literally sneezed his droplets on my hand. All right, I, it was it was a particularly powerful sneeze, and I, I'm sorry. And you didn't cover it up. You'd think after I absolutely, a year, I absolutely with co- like I, your fingers? with my hands. No, I did. I do. Yeah, because I've got a microphone right in my face. <laughs> um, you're wearing a headset like a like an operator, like a telephone operator, <laughs> or like Britney Spears. Yeah. you could have you could have sneezed ooh, into your elbow ooh, like so a normal like, person. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, Billy. Yes. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Okay, well, I think it's time to go to our dark day. What yes. is it, Billy? The dark day is. You know what? Today's the day that Mary Kay Letourneau married the student that she raped when he was 12 years old. Ooh, it was, uh, you know, a teacher seductress situation. He oh, was 12 is, years old. The, are, wait, is this what uh, a teacher was based off of? I'm that, not sure. No. That show? A teacher? Know. No, but that, that Hulu show was great. No, but ma- wait, is this the one where... She raped him, and then they ended up getting married and having kids. Yes, yes. And then she went to jail, and he waited for her. When they got out, they continued to have their life together. She died of cancer, I think, last year or two years ago. And they got divorced after 15 years of marriage in 2019. Yeah, that is fucking insane. They have several kids together. He met. uh, She met him. When she was a teacher at Shorewood Elementary School. Oh, she was his elementary school elementary teacher? Elementary school. 
I thought it was in high school for some reason. No. That is so. Well, he was twelve. Disgusting. 12. Disgusting. Wow. Yes. yes, and I do think that is an interesting thing to bring up because. We hear about sexual abuse all the time. The frequency of which women commit it is something that isn't talked about nearly enough. Mm -hmm. And it's prevalent. I mean, she was a straight up predator to that young boy. That Mm -hmm. is, I mean, and the fucking gaslighting. Well, and we know, we know why we know about fewer instances of this. It's, it's that men and boys are supposed to be like proud to have sexual endeavors with, with women, despite the age, they're not supposed to express the residual pain of abuse. They're, I mean, mean? it's cool for these, especially, I mean, high fives in in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool for a a kid to hook up with his teacher. There's a, there's an SNL sketch. they're supposed to think it's cool. Yes. But if they're in any sort of pain over it, they would be mocked and yeah. right. who knows. So they resist talking about that or, or airing that. There's an SNL sketch where Pete Davidson is the is the high school student and then he's he has to talk about uh, you know having had you know, bit been molested by these two teachers. And he's just saying about how like, yeah, I walked through the you know, the hallways and I got high fives from everybody and all that stuff. So yeah, we see that as like, yeah, I'm the most popular guy in school because I'm having sex with these two teachers. But right. you're right, though, Lex, is that who knows what's going on in people's heads and people mature at such different you know, timelines and it's not cool. 12 years old is fucking insane. Insane. Wow. Wow. Whew. Holy shit. I know. All right. Well, that was a dark, dark day. But uh, when we come back, we've got some bitching to do. So much bitching. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. So it's time for On the Stand. And, you know, since this is our third Killing Time episode, I'll explain it a little bit. Each week we're going to come with something that we're bringing on the stand. We're either going to defend it or prosecute it. And then the other two people will vote if it's guilty or not guilty at the end. It's always something that's going to make a little controversy. Sure, sure. Um... Let's go first. I'll go first. Go ahead. So today I'm putting on the the stand Scott Peterson's overturned conviction. Oh, Scott Peterson's conviction has been overturned. It has been overturned. And this is a subject that I know Jack and I have discussed personally, separately of the of the limelight. We've had our own personal discussions about it, and Jack. To my recollection, mm-hmm. I had a doubt in her mind. I didn't have a doubt. I just personally don't know if there was enough evidence to convict him. And I think that the police were so focused on him as a suspect that they failed to look at other leads. That's all it is. I think he fucking did it. And I think he's a piece of shit douchebag. But... I don't know if there is enough evidence to convict him. So do you think then the fact that the... And they overturned his the death penalty. He's still in there for life, correct? Well, I heard they were getting a new trial. I heard that Scott Peterson was getting a new trial. Mm. So he may have an opportunity to, to be tried all over again. And uh, here's the thing. It's like you may have a point where they didn't actually investigate this theory of it being armed robbers well enough there was that a robbery said, across the street sure but that feels like a red herring to me like, and it might have been but they just didn't investigate it at all to even know it would have been a red herring yes but they have a lot on him i mean the motive is strong circumstantial 
Sure, but having a girlfriend and then you lie, the lies and the duplicity and the, you know, you can't convict on that alone, but they had more than that. So listen, it would have been, he would have, it would have been the most serious of unfortunate events for him to have been innocent. Like, listen, it would have been, it's a movie. He bought a secret boat. It's he bought insane. a secret boat that no one knew about that mm-hmm. he just used to... It was supposed to be a surprise for Lacey's dad. That's what he says. Sure. It's like, no, no. Lacey didn't even know about it. <laughs> you'd tell your wife if you no, were... Yeah, no, exactly. no, no, no. You'd yeah. tell your wife if you were surprising your father-in-law, you'd like want the brownie points. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I don't buy that. That is too coincidental. And I believe in one or two coincidences... There's a random chance. We talked about the Adam Brazil case, right? Yeah. There were a million coincidences in that case, and mm-hmm. he was innocent. Yeah. I'm open to be convinced otherwise, but I need fucking police reports. I need evidence to yeah. be convinced of his innocence. No, I get it. Because it looks really bad. Am I saying I'm right? No. But nobody will know. You can never know unless you have it on video, right? You but never know. What are it your looks thoughts? bad for him. Billy? Yeah, Billy, what do you think? Yeah, he's fucking guilty. <laughs> Listen, I think he's guilty too, but. Just being on the uh, phone uh, with uh, your mistress, you being you on the phone just with your a- mistress during a vigil for your wife, like it really doesn't look good for him. The the whole circumstances of what happened that were exposed, it's just not. Nothing looks good for him. No, nothing. Nothing's good in that guy's life. No, I think we need to. He, he needs to just go away as another as another Peter as another bad Peterson. Peterson's Listen, not a good name in true crime. The last name Peterson doesn't really get you far in the true crime world. Wait, who's the other Peterson? Michael Peterson. Oh, God. <laughs> that is a tri- staircase. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. There was another Peterson, well, another, too. I'm no, it's Drew rem- Peterson. Who was Drew Peterson? Go. Drew Peterson was a former cop who was found guilty of the murder of his third wife. And then they also think that he might have killed his other wives. Okay, enough about enough about Peterson's. On the stand next. Who's Wait, next? we didn't vote. Oh, right. Okay. I just assumed it was uh, what, what I wanted, which is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Peterson's guilty. Billy? Guilty. Guilty. Yeah, bitches. <sighs> it's true. We're it's having true. a fucking guilt celebration party tonight. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right, Billy. So who's yeah. going next? All right. I, I want to talk about something that I know very little about, and she okay. is very controversial in... Uh, but... Females have Don't particular say views say girls. of this. <laughs> I can't I say girls, but I can't say girls because then people just ladies. like, we're ladies. Yeah, okay, fine, ladies. Girls is fine. Females is a icky word for men to use. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow's on the stand. Are you prosecuting or are you defending? <sighs> the, here's the thing is that I think I'm defending. Okay. Because she, it seems like Gwyneth Paltrow is just trying to help. I love Gwyneth Paltrow, personally. All right. Now, I don't know exactly what was wrong with the jade eggs, and the, apparently there was some <laughs> sort of a coffee enema device. she wanted to put them in her vagina. Okay. Uh, but there is also, I know that, that, that there was an advertising watchdog group that actually said that they were still in, you know, Goop, which is her, yeah. her, her deal, mm-hmm. was engaging in weird, you know, marketing. But... I just think that she's she seems like a very lovely person that has a bunch of other things going on. Yeah. It's like acting and and, and being an entrepreneur and helping people. I just I, I kinda I kinda like her. So I want to defend Gwyneth Paltrow 
But I see that she's a very polarizing uh, figure, and I would like to know what you both think. She is living in her bubble. It's all like rainbows and butterflies up there, and the things that she uses in her daily life and the like everything she does in her life is just so unrelatable for the normal person but that's what goop is goop is this everything is fucking expensive it's this um uh what's the word i'm looking for when you like are looking up at something unattainable not unattainable but it's um, aspirational aspirational Mm -hmm. it's aspirational because they're selling i think there is something like uh a, a, a $10,000 balloon ride or something. We're never going to be able to afford anything that she's putting out, but it's fun to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is why she's polarizing. It's like aspirational porn. Aspirational porn. But I do love her. She's like very sex positive. She's just does whatever the fuck she wants. She's hilarious on Instagram. And she, it seems like her personality is kind of exactly opposite of what she puts out. Like she's kind of messy and hilarious and cusses all the time. And, um, I kind of, I love it. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. I love her. She seems so funny. The roles she plays are fucking amazing. Her role in seven. Amazing. Her role in the Royal Tenenbaums. Amazing. She's an incredible actress. Her head was in the box. What's in the box. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've heard just only positive things about her. I've heard she's empathetic, compassionate, kind of goes out of her way to make sure people feel okay. Um, I have heard the same things of people in the industry have who had know her. no bad things to say about her. Right. And you'd make something up. You'd reach if you wanted to. Listen, there are bad things about every celebrity out there. 100%. And I just haven't heard them about her. And I also, you know... Her child's name, Apple. I mean, that's probably the biggest negative. But she was Wait. just ahead of the she was ahead of the game of just using weird names for kids, which I honestly appreciate because I love a weird name for a child. I like yeah. a weird name, Apple. Apple's not great. Right, it wouldn't be it, much. What's, not her son, great. what's her son's name? Mm. Does she have a son? Moses. Moses. Yeah, see, not so weird. Yeah, not so weird. Biblical at all. name. There you go. Um, um, except let's talk about this arc some other episode. We'll, we'll talk about oh, yes, God. The, the, <laughs> Yeah, we had an arc talk the other day. Um, my only uh, trife that I have with her is that she recently did this video about her, I think it was the Vogue, her skincare or something like that. And she was talking about applying sunscreen and she was saying that she basically applies sunscreen as highlighter. So she'll only apply it on places that you would put highlighter on your face. Allegedly, I never watched it, but this is what I've gathered from the skincare videos that I've watched. And that is not how you apply sunscreen. No. You want to lather it around your face and your neck and don't let any part of you show. Lather that shit. Lather it. So don't listen to her for sunscreen advice, but the jade eggs, go for it. Right up I love the hatch. her. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. All right. So verdict. Gwyneth Paltrow. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Love In it. fact, give her the throne. Give her the gavel. Yes. Give her the gavel. Okay. So today on the stand, this is something that has been a controversial subject in my personal social media life. And that is the subject of bucket hats. Ooh. Bucket hats are on the stand today and I am defending them to the death of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a bucket hat. I love it so much. Why? Why? I will tell you why. I'm listening. Bucket hats, number one, provide a layer of sun protection. They're big around your face. If you're using your SPF, a bucket hat is just an extra layer. Sure. They are cute. No. They uh, are. Yes. I'm listening. 
<laughs> they they come in a variety of shapes and sizes. They come in a variety of colors and patterns. There are so many ways to wear a bucket hat. And I think that the haters out there hate on a bucket hat before they've tried it themselves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me, uh, as somebody that has drawn a lot of ire in within this community. Hat community? Within this hat community <laughs> for my hats. I completely agree. I do love the bucket hat, particularly because Liam Gallagher uh, would wear a bucket hat. Yes, he did. From Oasis. And I resent what's happening here. Your hat is a pariah. Don't drag Jack's hat down no, no, and no, put no. it in the same category as you with your ire drawing hat. No. So I will say that I have, uh, he has a, uh, or he used to have a clothing line called Pretty Green, and which is still out there, but he doesn't own it pretty anymore. Green. Yeah, Pretty Green. Okay. Amazing clothes, and they have bucket hats. I think I have two of them. And if I'm going what? to the beach, if I'm going to Dose the bucket hats, yes, if I'm going to the uh, to a pool party or something like that, I will wear the bucket hat. Okay. What so kind you... of footwear do you wear when you wear a bucket hat? I wear my uh, my loafers. Okay. No, you're not being sincere. No. When I wear a bucket <laughs> hat, what kind of sh- honestly, I wear like sand dukes. What's a sand duke? You know what those are? Nope. <laughs> They're like kind of like sand duke. Like, yeah. it's, is it a flip flop? It's kind. No, it's not a flip flop. I don't is it like a sand I don't, doll. I don't like anything. <laughs> I don't like anything in between my toes. No, I don't think men should wear sandals. That might be a thing I bring on the stand in itself. I think slides are okay. They're like, like they're like. Oh no, slides are even worse. They're like this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on but a that's a woman's sandal. No, but if they're like this though, but for men. So they're toms. You're basically talking sort about of a like tom's, tom's shoe. Yes. Which are like, disgusting because like they make your feet smell Billy, like shit. That is a closed loafer. That is not Fine, a, a closed loafer. That is not that's a sand duke. That wear. is not a sand anything. That's that a, is a closed toe clog. Sorry, Sanuk is the name of the uh, is the name it's of the brand. It's the brand. We'll post a picture. It's of not this. like a band aid, Billy. It's not like brand recognition <laughs> where, exactly where Kleenex. Like, we know what that is. You're like, yeah, sand duke. You know, it's like no. I honestly, you know what a sand duke sounds like? It sounds like a Canadian version for a sandal. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like some nerdy ass version. Yeah, and of, it's, yeah. And it's the like, cool American. And it's thing. made of like blue jeans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some like crunchy version of a sandal. Um, okay, well, I love that Billy wears a bucket hat. Alexis, here's my question to no. you. I know you don't like a bucket hat. Have you ever tried one on your head? Picture it. <laughs> Picture it. Come on. You know me. My face is like my thing. I can't cover it up. Hey, <laughs> it's my only redeemable quality. Okay. Besides my brain and my mm. whole essence. Okay. But, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. You know, like... You've Most, never tried it. No, guys, Alexis. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Me and Jack align in so many friendship plans. But if I wore her clothes, I would be working as a plywood saleswoman <laughs> at like an Osh store or Home Depot. Like you dress. If I dress how you dressed, mm-hmm. I would be. Um, You're talking about like a baggy jean oh, or like an overall. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. No, yes. no, no, no. See? See, a Birkenstock. See, no. Oh, no. See, no. Hard. You know, this, I sense a mistrial coming because I am voting. I, no, no, no. Before we vote. You could try to trick, you could try there, to trick me. I have oversized bucket hats. Cause listen, I don't, I, my face is big. I know you're talking mm. about your big head. Blockhead. My Blockhead. mom, my mom called me blockhead my whole life. <laughs> That didn't fuck, fuck you up at all. Nope. Hi, mom. But what I'm saying for a blockhead, they do make oversized bucket hats with an oversized mm. rim, which I love and I recommend for anybody that thinks they have a blockhead. Mm. Do you wear it? 
Yes, okay. I do. Can I try it on? Jared wears a bucket hat, and he has the biggest hat of anybody I've ever, ever met. seen. So all I've got to say is don't knock the bucket hat until you try it. But I guess we're going to vote on it. Not guilty. Yes. Guilty. A mistrial. Yep. A mistrial. You'll have to come back with more evidence. Yes, yes, I'm yes. not sold on this. I am excited for everybody else to vote because any... Any time that I do any sort of a poll on Instagram for bucket hats, it's always 95% no. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, should I make bucket hats for Lady Gang merch? Should I wear bucket hats? Everybody's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You are specific to bucket hats because you have they like work for me. this weird, adorable, like, accept it. Like, it works for you. But um, you're in the minority there. I'll I'll thrive in bucket hats alone. That's fine. Mm, More for you. More hats for you. Well, when we come back, uh, Billy is taking us back in time for some true crime. Rewind. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Hi, everyone. It's me, Billy, and we are going to be doing some true crime rewind. Billy, not cutting this out. I'm going to boot Billy to tickle him and get him some pep in his step. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> HR, oh, HR, please, HR. My God, why HR. do I have to see this? Ow, my eye. All right. He hurt me. We're rewinding back to a Guys, year this ago. this is what I do for you. I assaulted him so that he would yes. up his energy. Honestly, oh, it works, and I hate that I have to witness it because it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> but didn't that work? Yeah. Look at his, oh, he's yes. like on a new frequency yeah. now. I'm on a new frequency. Right you now. are fucking welcome. It's called fear. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going back a year. I know what you're thinking. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about COVID. Now we're talking about murder hornets. Ooh, murder hornets. Ooh. Ooh. Now one of today's holidays was uh, World Bee Day. Holland days, or or Holland days, or holidays. But let's go. We're going into murder. Bees, murder hornets, and you know what? Here's the thing. When you were first hearing about murder hornets, you probably thought they were going to murder humans, didn't you? Well, that was the thing with the murder hornets. I think it was right after COVID happened. Like the world was ending. Everybody was scared of people. And then they're like, by the way, throw in the murder hornets. Now you can't go outside because bees are going to kill you. I'm sorry. And if you've seen a picture of them, they're terrifyingly large. They are terrifyingly large. And in charge. Yes. But. The murder hornets, they don't, or they don't murder humans. They actually murder honeybees. Which we need. That's and we need. need them. So they swoop down and they grab them out of the air and they wrestle them to the ground and kill them or something along those lines. I don't know. I'm just putting that in. Yeah. So, so they actually have like raiding parties of hornets and they can kill 
thousands of bees in just a really short amount of time. And honeybees are so essential to our ecosystems. That's what I'm saying. It's almost worse than killing humans. Like honeybees are so much more, exactly more important than we realize as far as keeping the planet alive. Yeah. Yes. And here's one of the things that these, these raiding parties do. So they will go. Who's they? The, the murder hornets. The murder hornets. Okay. The raiding parties of the murder hornets. Oh. They will attack the adult bees and bite off their heads. It's Boom. like a praying mantis after it has sex, but oh, no sex Jesus involved. Jesus Christ. Then they'll just leave them. All right, we their don't need them anymore. Their bodies or their yep, heads? They don't need them anymore, but you know what they'll do? We're going to take the young bees. You know no. why? We need them as food for the young hornets. <gasps> they feed the young to their young? Mm-hmm. Wait, how do they abduct the young bees to their own hornet murder nests? You know what they, they do? They swoop them. They swoop them. With like a net or um, a cargo ship? Like, I need in more information. I don't know the information. I just know they can swoop them in out their of little the hand, air. In their little hands? Their big hands. And then they, they fly them back to their nest and then like with their hands feed their yeah. young. Do you I'm know just... that queens can grow two inches in length when it comes to hornets? These two bees. inches. Two inches. It's the said, murder hornets. It says the murder hornets, they're like the size of a woman's thumb. Hard pass. Yep. That is, and yeah. then their wingspan is the size of your fist. <gasps> no. No, your palm, but your, yes. Yeah. Palm and is th- worse than fist. His <laughs> fist is smaller than a palm. So we will say this. I know there's a lot of people out there going to be like, wow, that sounds kind of cool. You know, like there's some people that are Hard like, no. you know, I can, I, I want a tarantula as a pet. I want a, a python as a pet. Yeah. So yeah. Centipede. Were like, Millipede. I want a. Millipede. Murder Hor- hornet as oh, a pet. Ooh, um, crab. What are those crabs? What crabs are you crab, talking about? You know the crab you can get as a pet? No. Alexis, back on topic. Sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. talking about dangerous totally. pets. Okay, so crab. actually in Washington State, Washington State Perfect was like, crap. You can't, you can't have murder hornets as pets, by the way. You People wanted to have it. them as a pet. People wanted to have them as pets, and then it was like, no, you can't do it. Says so who? That's such a like Washington how, State. Yeah. How fucking trendy is that, right? Like, when did ever anybody want a bee as a pet? Unless you're a beekeeper, you're not gonna have like a bee and name it like Bud the Bee. No. But now these people wanted murder hornets because it was trendy to have a murder hornet as a pet. They're scary. It's like wanting a puma as a pet or an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> what? An alligator. She means alligator. <laughs> She's just being a hipster. I was literally just going to let that go and be like, I feel like that's some sort of a big lizard. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Which it was. Pretty close. So I was yeah. right. And the ligator once walked around these very floors that we're around right now. Remember yeah. That? She's Alex- still here somewhere. Yeah. Lizzo is still here. Alexis did have, yeah. During peak quarantine, Alexis had an invader of an alligator. I had yes. two lizards that day. Yes, that's right. One disappeared. One, I know where it ended up, yeah. and it's, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So it was got a little crispy, but let me ask you this. <laughs> have you ever been stung by a bee or a wasp? I have or stepped hornet, on an underground beehive once. Mm-hmm. That was my main bee sting experience. Got mm-hmm. stung all over my legs. Were you okay? Wow. I was fine. That's so Jack because she's so like, yeah, it was an underground. It wasn't yeah, like, yeah, it, wasn't it, cool wasn't a, it wasn't a mainstream <laughs> one. It was like, nobody really knew about it. I was I, like one of the first fans. I got stung by bees before they were cool. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Lex? I've been stung twice. Um, once 
was I was walking in the grass on Long Island and I stepped on a bee and it stung my foot. Mm. The other one, I leapt on an outdoor beanbag chair and was like falling uh. in this serene midair situation and I landed on this beanbag chair and it stung the fuck mm-hmm. out of me. And I was living at the villas by the Grove in Los Angeles. It's the year we became friends, actually. Mm. Jack, not Billy. And who knows where you were. But yes, I got stung by a bee. And uh, neither were particularly traumatizing. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I think that... Just bees, not a hornet or a wasp. I've never had any of those. Well, apparently these murder wasps venom is like 10 times stronger than an actual bee. So it is, it's not going to kill you, but it probably is going to fucking hurt. Yes. Yes. I don't necessarily, I have been stung by a bee before. It's not that interesting, but I do remember that my mother, we were at a New York Jets game at Shea Stadium. She was drinking coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. A bee flew into the coffee and she actually <gasps> drank it and she then got, got stung, stung in, the mouth? in the mouth. That oh, was fucked. She up. didn't swallow the bee. She did not swallow the bee. No, but there wow. you go. That's so upsetting. many good things happen at Chase Stadium. Hate that. Oh, for her. Yes. Murder hornets. All right. So that is true crime rewind. Ooh. And mm. you know what we're gonna do next? What? We're gonna find out the worst thing <gasps> you ever did, and we're talking about the listener. Yeah. The worst thing listeners have ever did you guys have done some bad shit so brace yourselves it's not good it's great actually you are a horrible person what's the worst thing you've ever done all right we are teeing up to do the most exciting segment in podcasting frankly Mm -hmm. i really i do love that we save the worst for last, you know? Ooh, nothing is better than the fucking worst. So we are moving into our worst thing you ever did segment. Everybody's got one. Everyone's done something they're ashamed of. We're not talking heinous crimes. We're talking like cringe-worthy deeds that you've always wanted to tell people about, but you've been too afraid to do that with. So you're going to send that shit to us and you can email us the worst thing at the first degree podcast.com. But I say, don't do that. Mm -mm -mm. I say you call us and leave us a voicemail. The number is three, two, three, five, three, nine, three, five, one, six. Please anonymously send us an audio voice note of what you did. You will be in a judgment free zone. We'll never know your name. We'll never tell it. Um, and I think it's good to face your worst sort of acts and, and see how people respond to them. It might be sure. part of the f- self-forgiveness process. Yes, absolutely. Because Lord knows I've done some crazy shit. And, um, you know, but it's not about me. It's about you. <laughs> oh, wow. We All are right. moving into our first one. Let's so, do it. Yes. Do it. Uh, hello, Jack, Alexis, and Billy. Uh, my name is Crystal. Um, before I start my story, I just want to say that this is probably one of the coolest things a podcaster has done <laughs> to include your fans in on the uh, stories that you guys get to tell. I'll try to make this story not too long, but it is kind of funny. Um, back in 2000, I was around 19 or 20 then. Um, I was dating somebody for about a year previously, and we had just recently broke up. So as a way to help me get over this boy, 
um, a couple friends of me of mine um, set me up with this guy named Matt. And Matt seemed to be just a quiet, nerdy type, um, kind of scrawny, probably about, he's only probably like 5'10", 140 pounds, so little guy, you know. But we hit it off. He actually was really sweet to me, and we dated for probably just a couple of months. He abruptly broke up with me, and I never really got an answer why, and uh kind of bothered me, and I could never get a hold of him, and this is before social media, so it wasn't any of that looking into. In fact, I think back then all I had was his phone number and an email address. So I tried getting hold of him and nothing came of it. Um, So I just figured I had to let it go, whatever. Fast forward to 2019. Um, I was in a position in my life where I started kind of dating again. It's a long story and I won't get into that. And um, some friends said, you know, I have a friend and I'm not one to, I don't really like getting set up too much. I kind of find my own relationships organically and just on my own. But I was open to it. So I said, hey, his name is Matt, and he's not from the area, but he moved here a couple of years ago. And I live in Cleveland area, so to kind of give you an idea, I'm not sure where he was at previously. So um, get this guy's number. We talk a little bit on the phone. And we agreed to meet at a bar not too far from where I live. So um, I show up, and he's there already. You know, as a woman, we have to show a little bit late, you know, not to seem too eager. <laughs> um, I walk in, and I see this guy, a um, little bit tall, like 6'2", muscular, bearded, really nice hair. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of my type. I, I'm digging this. And I I kind of noticed he gave me a, a like a, I'm not sure what to call the look, but like some sort of like, hey, this is familiar, you know, kind of look at me. And mind you, I, I honestly haven't changed much in 20 years. I, I've been kind of good about taking care of myself, so I look pretty similar. So I sit down next to this guy, and he just looks at me and doesn't say anything. He's like, Crystal? And I say, yeah, that's me. And he just keeps staring at me like I'm supposed to know what to say next. I'm like, well, how are you? He's like, and he just says, oh, good, good. And so we progressed with the date and, you know, good conversation. Everything went great. Uh, (laughs) Maybe an hour and a half goes by and he finally says, you know, I got to say something. And it's going to, I don't want you to feel bad. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I don't think you remember me. And I'm like, okay. Um, I think I would recognize you if I knew you from somewhere. And he's like, no, I don't think you do. We actually dated 19 years ago. (laughs) And I was like, you're that mad? And it was so embarrassing. I felt horrible. However, as a compliment to him, I told him, well, you definitely grew up and filled out because you're not that scrawny little computer geek I knew back in 2000. Needless to say, um, he never went out with me again because I think he was just pretty upset or maybe embarrassed. I'm not sure. But it's fine because I think I kind of deserved it. (laughs) Anyways, I hope you get a good chuckle out of my story because it's one of my favorite ones to tell people. I have a great time doing this uh, new section of your podcast. I'm really looking forward to hearing other people's stories. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Crystal, you are my idol. 
don't remember those boys. She's like, who? Who are you She's again? like, I'm sorry. Until it's the one, you don't take up any space in my head. And Crystal, you are my idol. I mean, this sounds like, I mean, I know I'm in love with Jared. And uh-huh. I'm going to be with him forever. Hi, Jared. But this would be something that would happen to me. Oh, yeah. But it wouldn't even be 20 years later. It would be like six months later. I'd be like... <laughs> This is such a great first date. And they'd be like, Jack, we've had sex before. <laughs> no, I literally, when I was going through my crazy phase, um, I run into people now that I'm like, we went out, right? You know? And it's like, it was such a blur then. Oh. Because I was like doing dates on dates on dates and like yes. different date every night of the week. Um, it, it never got as far where like it crossed the line into something. Yeah, sometimes it did. Come on, who are we kidding? But the thing is, is that like, <laughs> yeah, stop them, lying. Yeah, but like it did no ways certainly. And and I've definitely been on first dates with people who, if I saw them, I'd be like, is it you? I would have no. I mean, I could pass people in the street or sit, sit next to people that I've gone on one date with, and I would have no idea. Right. So I mean, I it's it's funny that he was a completely different physical bodied person than the guy that she went out with. Like, how are you supposed to know? How are you you supposed to know? You know what? As somebody that uh, was a somewhat scrawny teenager that has filled that somewhat, I feel for this guy that he didn't didn't potentially make an impact that he thought he was going to make. And that kind of hurts because, you you know, the eyes don't change. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Billy, how do you, like, how would you feel if you were that guy? I would feel that that would be hurt. Would you, okay, so if you went out with her, you know, and it didn't work out, and then you saw her again, you went on this first date, and she didn't remember you, that would be, would that be a gut punch, or would that be, uh, fucking look how hot I am with my nice hair and my tall bod? Like, I must have fucking filled out, Yeah, I, I sort of get that a little bit, but you always want to make an impression on somebody, so right. you want her to at least figure it out, because he was the one that said wait a minute, and stopped it. You want her to be like, oh my God, and say it before he You were the it. love of my life. You got away. <laughs> you changed everything. And it all just came together right now. Exactly. Yeah. Except sometimes men aren't that important. That's and most I think, of the time they aren't. Let's be honest. No, most of the time they're, they're not. not they're and that's not. the thing. It's like, Crystal, you are most women. You are every woman. It's like, we don't hang on every word a man says, we barely fucking remember you. <laughs> to be quite honest. You know, like, I, I mean, no, but listen, but then I'm, we're we're saying this right now, talking about the last couple years of our life. Uh-huh. Imagine adding on 15 more. I don't even know if I would remember actual full boyfriends that I've dated for years. <laughs> what's, at that point. What's hysterical is that, like, I'm dealing with some of this with Unraveled. Um, because the, a lot of the context is like the high school I went to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh my god, are, like, no idea. Is it Alexis Linkletter who went to Smithtown High School? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And everyone's like, is it the girl who was drunk at the party that one time? And I'm like, yep, it was me. I'm sure it was. Is it Alexis Linkletter who did this? I'm like, probably. <laughs> like, I was a normal fucking high school kid. Right. I made a lot of messy mistakes. I did a lot of embarrassing shit. As one does, guys. It was me all those times that you're googling. 100. <laughs> it was all. Me, this whole time. <laughs> the worst case scenario, if you're Googling, wondering if it was me, 100% it was. Okay, on to the next worst thing, admission. Yes. Paraphrasing. Not paraphrasing. Going to read verbatim, but here we go. <laughs> okay, two different things. 
First of all, I would like to remain completely anonymous because this is possibly the number one worst thing I will ever do in my entire life. Whoa, that's a big move saying that you're never going to do anything worse in the future. I'm enthralled. I'm in love with you already. Okay, let's go. In high school, I had this friend who I'm still friends with to this day. Close parentheses. Although I'm actually shocked she talked to me at all after I did this. Close parentheses. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I think I sent Jack this and was you like. You sent me the beginning of the story yeah. being like, this has got to be good. Yeah. Our group of friends decided to throw a surprise birthday party for her, this friend, for her 16th or 17th birthday. Can't remember which. We blindfolded her and took her out to eat immediately after school. There were at least 15 of us, not a small group by any means. After we were done eating, the plan kind of fell apart and everyone went home. All right, not good for a surprise party. No. My other friend and I decided to take her for a drive for whatever reason. And it was fall. So it was kind of dark pretty early in the evening. Pretty early in the evening. Oh, and we also decided we should blindfold her. (laughs) Dude, the blindfolding. Why? Although we didn't know where we were taking her or what the hell we were doing. We had this weird old CD with the creepiest of old music on it and decided to throw that in the CD player. It was seriously some psycho shit. Okay, girl, you lean into that. We dropped her off in the middle of an empty new development and left her there for 15 minutes blindfolded. Oh, my God. Girl, yes. We should be friends. Mm -hmm. I thank God every day that nothing bad happened to her. I don't know what the hell we were thinking or what the objective was. She has never brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the funniest part. (laughs) She has never brought it up, and my other friends and I have never talked about it again amongst ourselves. Oh, it haunts me to this day. Girl, yes. I mean, there's a little bit of a budding little psychopath Mm. in her, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, though, sometimes we just get off at pressing the boundaries of our friends and uh, complete strangers sometimes. But it's like, what? What? I don't know. What'd she say? What? 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 No, I think it's funny. (laughs) I I, I do think it's funny to be like, hey, Jack, you trust me, Jacqueline, right? It was like, hey, um, we're going to do a birthday Is surprise. Listen, Jack would never agree to this, so pretend it's not her. But, hey, Jack, I've got a birthday surprise, and I blindfold you, and I, as a joke, drop you off. Honestly, I would never do this to Jack because this isn't funny to her. Certain people would be okay with this. But, like, hey, I'm going to drop you off and stay right there blindfolded with your hands bound. will happen. No, nothing bad. You just get, like, left in the middle of a development, and it's scary for a minute. Some. Some people think that's funny. <laughs> the thing is, though, she didn't think it was funny. They, like, just did it, and they're like, I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah. We're just going to do what? it. Now what? And then just, yeah. there's no reason to do it. That's the and thing that the- I don't like about it. It's the lack of, of sort of follow no through creativity it, it, it's just like the lack of creativity it, girl oh, but listen i love this it was impromptu i feel like <laughs> next time you can do it better because like you didn't think it through but imagine if you had they're playing the long game though and then the long game is that like 30 years from now at some reunion they're going to talk about it they're going to be like no that's, the fact that no one talked about that's it that's the best part of the story the is that it. no none of them not the the friend not, not the friend the victim, she loved no. frankly no victim. the victim 
hasn't talked about it. The perpetrators. That literally is what some people do when they kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, They're hey, like, we're remember never going to talk about this in the field. But like, she lived. You mm-hmm. can talk about it. But for some reason, you're still not. No, no one's talking about it. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's, I mean, not to get dark. I mean, something could have happened to that poor girl. And she says she thanks her lucky stars every day I didn't. That is so crazy. Good for you, girl. You didn't deserve that life in the penitentiary. Your friend's okay. But what I recommend is like having a drink over it and be like, maybe hey, you should bring it up. Hey, here's yes, what happened. Um, yes. You're surprised. Listen, and I get like, hey, her surprise party fell apart. We got to plan something. Mm-hmm. I just know I love that. <laughs> That they're they okay. They blindfolded her to take her to probably an Applebee's, right? Like, and then they're like, "Well, fuck, there's nothing else to do, so let's just blindfold her again and then bring her into an empty parking lot and that's leave what you do. her and, and leave her, her there to fend for herself, right? Tie her up so she can't take her blindfold off. <laughs> yeah. That ruins God. the fun. No, and I will say this: I'd rather be in a in a field than at Applebee's. Give me some buffalo chicken wings any day. <laughs> that is all the surprise I ever need. I mean, listen, they have fried chicken at an Applebee's. Frankly, That's all you though, really need. After an Applebee's, the surprise is how you're going to feel the next day. Mm-hmm. Are That's you the real surprise. Going to have ir- irritable. Irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> are you, you going to have constipated? Are you going to have alcoholism? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have sadness from being in the you know, suburbs of your hometown? This is what we have <laughs> learned today is that if you want to throw a surprise party, take somebody to Applebee's. And the surprise party is their stomach the next yes. day. Yes. The surprise party is them not knowing if they're going to live or die, whether it be <laughs> Applebee's or abandonment in a field. <laughs> Or development. Yeah. Yes. That is a fantastic commercial for Applebee's. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> Applebee's, but we will be an ad if you want us to be. I told you I liked your chicken nuggets. Dude, I yes. will eat your buffalo wings Bourbon right Street now. steak, I do love Billy. the ad. Okay. What? You not were the one who started I, You know what? Bourbon Street steak, I did no, love. No, not an ad. We're giving Applebee's not too much ad. time on the podcast. Give me some nuggets. Let's end it now. Give me some nuggets. Okay. Now. Did you stop it? I did not. Oh, shall I? No. Okay. Now, we're still rolling. We're still rolling to end mm-hmm, Killing mm-hmm. Time, which honestly is the most iconic podcast of all time. All we time. end with, as you know, the Costanza stanza. Okay. I feel like every Costanza stanza needs some background information. Okay. So George up. Costanza is uh, a man who considers himself a humanitarian. Yes. Mm. <laughs> He is the people's man. Yes. He's a man he like feels as though he speaks for all when in fact he speaks for only himself. He's the most selfish, putrid person that exists, yet he pretends he is vigilant for all. Yeah, this is true. I say this because the title of today's Costanza Stanza is The Human Fund. <laughs> yes. Or as I would pronounce it. Human the human fund. Please stop. No, everyone. Also, spam Billy. He can't say human or huge <laughs> anymore. No. Like, he's not. It ends here. Oh, does it? Yes. It awesome. ends here. You can't have that and the hat. Like, you can only <laughs> pick one. If you want to wear that hat, you can't say human or huge. Is it the hat or is it the, All right, you know what? the silent Y? Because we can't call it a at. Or the silent H. I'm sorry. No, he's convinced you that that human starts with a Y because of I know fucked me up. 
Billy? Is it the hat or is it the H? Choose now. It's a huge question. Or forever, show your hair. <laughs> As I speak, anyways, yes. the human fund, <laughs> George Costanza, founder of the human fund, a true humanitarian, but secretly hates his fellow man, a closeted barbarian. He'll exploit every situation, indulge every libation, <laughs> ride every coattail, and every time he'll undoubtedly fail. Important documents, he'll certainly forge. It's all fair game in the summer of George. Whoa! Boom! Oh, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs>